This is Miniflix, episode 38. I'm Nish. I'm Paul. And I'm Willie. Are Did you I say those? Podflix in the beginning? I didn't. Podflix, Miniflix, episode 38. You guys well, we don't. Yeah. We don't normally say that. <laughs> we just start talking? I don't remember how we start these things. I don't know. It's some version of that. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Who can say? Yes. Who indeed can say? So I watch something, guys. I never watch what? anything except the movie that we're supposed to watch. What did but, you uh, I've I've been, you know, recovering obviously from my uh surgery, and so I've had time to watch stuff. And of course, I've passed most of that time watching various food network shows. A lot of a lot of old good eats and, and Andrew Zimmern bizarre foods and stuff like that. Um, okay, so but, is this gonna be a mini flick smorgasbord of all food network shows? No, it's not. It's gonna be it's gonna be the one non-food network thing and non-sports thing that I have watched uh over this time. And that is um I watched the new Netflix series Away, starring Hillary Swank. Uh it released on Netflix about a month ago. I think it was the beginning of September surprisingly like low press about this show even though it's got like a star in it yeah it was it was you know like the week or two that it came out like after it came out it was like the number one show on netflix until you know more stuff came out and all that but yeah not a whole lot of uh you know uh commercials or yeah like, like you said it kind of advanced press for uh this show um away is uh it's a show about space so it basically deals with the first manned mission to Mars. Um, and Hillary Swank plays uh, Commander Emma Green, who is the commander of the uh, multinational crew who is going to be uh, heading to Mars. Um, the rest of the crew, there are, there are four other uh, crew people, I guess we would say. Um, there is uh, a... Um, British uh, botanist. Uh, he's actually um, adopted. He, he's actually Ghanaian uh, originally and then was adopted, but he's he's British. So he's from the European Space Agency. Um, there is an Indian co-pilot who's also a surgeon. Um, there is a Russian cosmonaut who uh, is the uh, person who's like, he, he holds the record for most time and space, basically. So he's kind of like the old uh, you know, the old hand of the crew. And there is a Taikonaut, which is the name for the Chinese astronaut. Um, and she is a chemist and she's also the, uh, person who as part of like the agreed upon, uh, you know, the, the way the, the mission is going to work, she is going to be the first person to actually set foot on Mars. Um, that was, that's kind of the agreement that they've made. Um, Wait, did you mention what Hillary Swank's job was? She's she's the commander of the crew, so she's she just she's, she yeah. came in as like she was an astronaut and is now the commander. Right, right, exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so the show uh, obviously deals with their mission. Um, it also deals with uh, Hillary Swank, uh, uh, Hillary Swank's character's home life um, as well. So she has a husband and a teenage daughter. Uh, her husband, Matt, is played by Josh Charles, who I love in just about everything. Um, Sports Night, Dead Poet Society, um, what, what else? The Good Wife. He's, you know, Josh, Josh Charles is great. Um, and uh, he also was an astronaut. So they're basically an astronaut couple. Um, and they were both training to hopefully be the person who got to go to Mars. And then uh, um, her husband found out that he had a gene 
which makes him predisposed to have uh, strokes and and neurological issues. And so he was basically disqualified from the from the mission. Mm-hmm. And from that point onward, like she was kind of the main person uh, training, you know, in their in their household. Um, so, um, the show kind of, you know, kind of goes back and forth between kind of what's happening at home and what's happening on the spaceship as the crew kind of gets ready to go to Mars. Um, wait, 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 real quick. Is part of the premise that they're going to come back from Mars? Is this a one way ticket? No, they're there. Yeah. The the idea is that they're going to come back from Mars, but obviously this has never been done. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, the fact that, you know. There's, there's certainly no guarantee that they will ever come back. Um, right. But it's supposed to be a three-year mission, basically. And so okay. that that's a big part of it, too, is that she's going to be leaving her family for three years. Yeah. Um, the story takes place in... It's either the near... It, it, they never say when it happens, right? It's either the near future or it is an alternate present. Um, <laughs> alternate present because... In this uh, version of history, one, we're doing a manned mission to Mars, which we're obviously not doing in real life. But obvious, but also there's like a we have a lunar base um, that that the uh, um, that the ship is taking off from. So they're all kind of like already on the moon. Um, there aren't like people living living on the moon. It's just like you know, it's basically like a lunar like exploratory base, basically where they can launch from. So, um, but other than that, pretty much all the technology they show is like technology we have right now. Like there's no like weird gizmos where it's like, what's that or anything like that? Like, you know, they have cell phones and they have tablets and all that kind of thing. They do seem to have more advanced communications relays because while they're on the ship, they can actually like, she can like call her kid like on a cell phone and like talk to her Hmm. at least, at least for a while. There's, there's a point at which they're no longer going to be able to communicate as they get closer and closer uh, to Mars. Um, the, the, this season basically deals with the trip to Mars. I won't, I won't kind of, you know, spoil how it ends or anything, but you know, that's kind of what the uh, whole season is about. It's 10 episodes. And, um, and probably the other thing plot wise worth mentioning is, you know, this happens in the first episode and it's a pretty important part. So I'm just going to mention it is that when they are about to take off from the moon, um, her husband, uh, Josh Charles's character, has a stroke. Yeah, and they show that so, in the preview. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, she, in the end, makes the difficult decision with his support to continue on the mission and not go back home, basically. Um, mm-hmm. She's ready to basically, you know, go leave and kind of have, you know, her replacement kind of uh, man, you know, man everything instead. And he basically tells her from the hospital room, like, I need you to go and and do this for for both of us you know Mm. like you like you need to you need to do this and so she does and then that obviously causes a lot of issues overall you know and and that's like the home part deals a lot with his recovery and uh their daughter's kind of struggle to adapt to the fact that you know her mom is now gone for three years and her dad is basically recovering from a stroke and you know is and there's you know, question about basically whether he's going to be able to walk again or how much, you know, uh, motor function he's going to kind of gain back that, mm. that sort of thing. How are the effects, how, how, how good do they do with the effects? The effects are pretty good. I would say, uh, overall, like I, 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 I was pretty impressed for, you know, a TV show at how the space scenes look. Um, you know, a lot of it takes place within the, 
ship, but there are quite a few spacewalk scenes or, you know, things where, where they have to kind of, uh, um, solve a lot of problems. Um, this show reminded me of a lot of other shows and TV shows. I, I would say it's fairly derivative, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not good. If that makes sense. Um, the shows that are reminded me of variously, um, First of all, in, in a lot of ways, this isn't a show. It's a movie and a movie that was just on today that I was watching. But in certain ways, it reminds me of The Martian. Like not obviously they're going to Mars, but also because like every episode, there's like a problem that needs to be solved. And The Martian is nothing if not a problem solving movie. It's mm. just problem after problem. And like, how do we solve it? And so there's a lot of that basically in every episode. And sometimes the problems are huge and sometimes the problems are not quite as, you know, you know, like life-threatening, but still something that needs to be solved. And I, I'm kind of a sucker for that. So I really like that mm. kind of, you know, that, that, uh, plot device. Um, the show also kind of had elements of lost to it, not in terms of any kind of weirdness. It's, it's certainly not a weird show that way, but because in most of the episodes, you learn something about the character, about the astronauts backstory through flashbacks and different, different episodes focus on different characters. And so in that way, it was very, very lost. Um, and, you know, it's um, that that also worked pretty well for certain characters. I think it works really well. Um, it, and it's mainly just for the five astronauts, um, not you, you don't really get backstory the same way on the people who are kind of left back on Earth. Uh, but you kind of get you the backstories you get they're not like full of huge twists or anything like that. It's more, it's kind of getting it sort of like their character motivations, like what has brought them to this point and what is driving them to want to go to Mars or what is driving them to, you know, in, in terms of their personal interactions with the other, uh, with the other members of the crew, uh, that sort of thing. Um, then I would say the teenage daughter reminds me a little bit of, Brody's daughter on Homeland um, in that I kind of like it's not her fault but I kind of find her character's stuff like a little bit insufferable like mm -hmm. where like where like mainly because you know it's like you got this huge part of the show that's about like these people in space and are they going to survive and then like when it gets back to Earth like even the Josh Charles stuff it's kind of like okay well you know this is like kind of heavy like you know the, this poor guy who was going to be an astronaut and now he's like kind of an invalid and like trying to like, you know, get back to normal. And in the meantime, he's also like, after he was ruled ineligible for the Mars flight, he kind of became like the chief engineer for the project. Like he helped design the rocket in the end. So he like is one of the main people in mission control and then like feels like he can't be because he's like in the hospital and everything and not like, you know, and still recovering while they're on their trip. So he like, you know, it's, it's interesting, at least, even if it's not quite as thrilling as the space scenes. And then her stuff, you know, it's it's probably realistic, but like, you know, her stuff's like your basic like, well, she, you know, it's like she's trying to like figure out how to like, you know, like how to deal with her parents not being there. And she meets this guy and like, you know, is, is the is, you know, is she going to lie to her dad about being out with this guy? You know, and it just feels kind of like, eh, like, I don't care. I, I just don't care that much. Yeah. So every time it kind of got to her part, it would just be like, get back to like the rest of it. Let's go back to space. Exactly. But the show that this reminds me the most of um, in a weird way is the West Wing. And the reason it reminds me of the West Wing is because this is a very, very, very earnest show. Um, 
and that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I feel like it's a show where like at heart, like every episode is about like tensions between the crew. And then in the end, it's about like these five people, like being willing to work together and like understand each other and like come together. And it's like I said, it, it's very earnest. I, I feel like almost eye rollingly slow. So if that's like not your speed, I, you know, it, it works for me and, and maybe like I've also become softer <laughs> as I've gotten older, <laughs> but I feel like I really, um, I, I really liked that, you know, it, it, it kind of, you know, it sort of, you know, got me a little bit, um, you know, a, a couple of times that, you know, that these people were able to kind of work together and really kind of form like a tight knit crew, um, and, and, you know, kind of serve as each other's sort of surrogate family, uh, throughout that. Um, but there's a lot of that in, in, in pretty much every episode. So that's, and, and, you know, that, that kind of reminded me of the West Wing in as much as it's also a very earnest show and you kind of feel like the main characters and it sort of, you know, serve as each other's sort of family and support network in, 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 in a lot of ways. So, so that's kind of, you know, sort of the, the vibe of the show, uh, if, if, if you will. Um, I read after I watched it, I read, you know, a couple, you know, reviews and the show's kind of gotten, I'd say lukewarm reviews, like some, some positive reviews, but nothing, nothing that's like a rave. Um, and I would kind of agree with that. Like, I don't think it's a great show. Um, but one thing that some reviewers have said that I very much agree with is that I think the space scenes are really good. Um, they're not necessarily anything you haven't seen before, but they're very well crafted, I think, and well done. And even though I pretty much know most of the time that things will kind of work out in some way, there still are parts where I was, you know, legitimately kind of, you know, on the edge of my seat figuratively I was laying in bed, but, uh, but I was on the edge of my seat, you know, to, you know, as to whether they would, you know, careen off into space, you know, when they're out in space or like something like that, doing a spacewalk. Um, and so I think, I think that was really well done. And then it switches to like being back in, you know, the, you know, mission control or back on earth or whatever. And it just feels a little bit of like a letdown. Like, like, like I do feel like that's maybe probably the biggest issue with the show is that, it's like, you just want to be in space more. Like every, every time you have the space scenes, it's like, great. And then like, you go back and you're like, Ugh. like, when are we going to be back in space? You know, time it's to like eat your old, vegetables uh, and go back to New York. Exactly. It's like Budget. the old, uh, you know, when, when, whenever Poochie's not in screen on screen, everybody goes, where's Poochie. So, so let me ask you this, Nish. Um, when you finish watching an episode, how do you feel? Um, because I find as I've gotten older, that's an increasingly important part of like the media I consume is like, do I feel good or hopeful or ambivalent or like crappy or down or like, what's the, I guess what I'm asking is like, what's the overall tone of the show? It's a very affirming, it's a very like life affirming tone. I would say generally, like I, I, I generally, I, I feel generally after I've finished an episode that it's like, I, I feel I have a very positive feeling because I feel like it pretty much every episode ends on like a pretty positive note that they've managed to solve the problem and they only could solve the problem by working together. Or there was this misunderstanding between two characters, but they've kind of gotten it, gotten it figured out um, by the end of the you know episode and they kind of like make amends, you know, and, and again, like, you know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily make for a lot of ongoing dramatic tension, except for like sort of like the will they make it and how will they get there and what will happen. But, um, but it's still, you know, I, I, 
you know, I, I, I think, you know, for many reasons, you know, not least of which is, you know, the shit show that 2020 is, um, but also, you know, my own, you know, kind of recovering from surgery. It's like, I just, it's hard for me to stomach something where it's like ends on a big downer all the time or, you know, or, or I just feel like very bleak at the end of it. So I think like watching something like this really like worked for me. Like, like I was, I was pretty, you know, I, I felt pretty happy, I think at the end of it, of, of each episode and, and sort of warm. Let me ask you kind of a, a meta question because this is a Netflix series. Do you have any trepidation in becoming involved in a Netflix series because they a kind little... of are, yeah, they're, they're kind of famously quick with the hatchet. Like they claim to have this algorithm or they claim to have enough data. Uh, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but they claim to have enough data where like three episodes into a season, they kind of know the total viewership of like the series is going to be like, they can map that out very precisely. So they will kind of famously kill shows. It's kind of like, really, they killed that. Like that seemed like it was doing pretty well. Um, And that gives me pause to getting invested in a show and makes me think like, well, I'm just going to wait until it finishes up and then I'll decide if I'm going to watch it or not. Cause I don't want to get invested in something. I have it canned after one season. Yeah. I, 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 yes. Short answer is yes. I, I do have some trepidation about that. I don't know that I did going in, but once I realized that I kind of like this show and, and at the very least, like what I'll say is that, you know, again, like I wouldn't say that I have like a rave review of this show, but, but I like it. Like I would very much imagine, understand if other people might watch it and be like, nah, not for me. Like it's like too, it's, it's a little too sappy. Like I, I would totally get that. But I think the best part of the show is are the actors like the, the the characters and actors who make up the crew. And so I was very interested at the end of the season. I realized that it's like, I want to see more, like I want to see what happens to these people. And at that point it was just like, (laughs) then I had to like come to terms with the fact that it's like, well, who knows if there'll be another season. I mean, I don't know what the, what the budget is for this show, but like I said, like those space scenes look pretty good. So uh, you know, it might be a fairly expensive show and, you know, that doesn't necessarily bode well if it doesn't do really good ratings. Um, you know, it, it might not be worth doing another season. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely do have some trepidation about getting into a Netflix series. I haven't gotten into too many, if I'm being honest. Um, I think the last Netflix series that I watched before this was probably Mindhunter which which I'm a little less concerned about because Mindhunter has done pretty well. And, you know, I think, you know, already, I think, right, I, I think they already greenlit a third season. You know, the shows they tend to, the, the shows they tend to extend mindlessly are all the, like, adult cartoons. Yes. Um, like, like, uh, like, for family like Big and, Mouth. Um, Big Mouth. Those are just, like, they must be cheap to make. Yeah, I think they are. The funny thing about Netflix for me is it's kind of like its own little universe because I do most of my TV watching on Apple TV. So like Apple TV has this Apple TV app, which great name, but um, (laughs) it like has all your stuff. Like, you know, here's what you've been watching on Apple TV. Here's what you've been watching on Amazon. Here's what you've been watching on Disney Plus. And like, you can kind of like, it's all kind of like right there. Um, You can kind of keep going. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but or we can like go over. But Netflix doesn't integrate with that. So it's like, oh, or we can go over into Netflix and look for something. Right. Um, And I know they do that because they want you to get like sucked into Netflix and stay there. Um, But for me, anyway, 
um, it ends up being like a total backfire because it's either like Netflix or I, or I'm or in the everything area where else. everything else is, <laughs> yeah. right? So I end up often forgetting to even look at Netflix as for something to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, that 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 definitely makes sense. Um, the uh, the there's there was one more thing I was going to say about this show, um, which yeah. So so the the, the uh, one other thing I'll say about this show um, is, and and this is maybe a little bit of a it's it's a both a critique and and something positive is that I think the actors and and the way they're written for the four astronauts who are not Hillary Swank are, I, I don't know any of these actors. I mean, I'm, they've all been in stuff, but like, I, I didn't know them well enough, but I think they're all terrific. I mean, they're, they're really good fun. They kind of like, they're written with like a pretty good sense of humor at times. Um, and they have, you know, they play off each other quite well. Um, and they're really enjoyable. And I feel like Hillary Swank is not especially well served by the way her character's written and the fact that she's the protagonist, um, it, you know, it, 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 she, she kind of ends up being like the, the Mario of the group where it's like, kind of like, you know, like the least about her, like the, like it's like, she doesn't have the quirks that everybody else does a little bit because she's the protagonist, but like, as a result, she's kind of less interesting in some ways. Um, and she's defined a lot, at least in this season through her relationship with her husband and daughter. Which is, you know, makes sense because you want to, you need to keep the husband and daughter sort of in the show and like you, you have to have that connection. But it kind of, you know, I felt like I didn't really get a great sense for it. it's like, yeah, but like who is she besides that? Like besides being a husband and a or sorry, besides being a wife and a uh, and a mother, like who like who is she like as a, like who was she as a person? Like they have a couple of flashbacks about that, but even those have specifically to do with like her meeting Josh Charles's character and being pregnant. So it's like, again, still has to do with her being a, basically a wife and a mother. And so I hope that in the next season, if there is a next season, they are able to do a little more with her character beyond just like, you know, her family relationships, but like a little bit about like, you know, who she just is as a person a little more. She's no, uh, she's no toad or princess peach. <laughs> I, I like. I've been playing a lot of Mario Tennis lately. I am up on my Mario characters. It's the, it's the literally all, all this, I could think about saying that was like the Super Mario Brothers two select screen and just oh my Hillary Swank, Hillary Swank, Luigi, yep. I was thinking of the exact same thing, and even though. All right, even though Toad had the worst jump, he was always a character that I picked because he could pull stuff. He could lift stuff up the fastest. So he was, Toad was my guy for Super Mario Bros. Yeah, and he could dig way. really fast. Um, yeah. He was I was guy. Luigi. I wanted a slow, tall, slow, big jump. I was Princess. Yeah, he would like I kick like his the feet float. when he jumped, right? Yeah. You had to, you had to, you had to like figure um, out how to time that jump <laughs> because, because like with those like weird feet thing. Mish, to me, you're still Princess. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know, Thank you I don't know what it says about us that we all played different characters in Super Mario Brothers 2. And notice none of us were Mario. And none of us played. <laughs> none, none of us were Hillary Swank, you mean. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, all right. So it sounds like, see, it sounds like, it sounds like you like it. It sounds like it's a good show, but I'm, 
I'm I'm scared to give my heart to a Netflix series, so I don't know how I feel like I feel like you you might you might potentially like it a decent amount, but I could definitely see the rationale for at least waiting to see if it gets renewed for a second season before before committing. I mean at least at least that, right? If not if not waiting yeah. until it kind of ends. Yeah. yeah. I get I, I, I am nothing I, if I, not a I have nothing if not a hardcore completionist. Like I will sit through like if I get invested in a show, like I will finish that show no matter how crappy it gets. Give it your like, you know, ninth season of the X Files or like fuck like even like a bunch of those back third seasons of Smallville. Like I am in there for like the long haul, like no matter how crappy it gets. Not me. I've bailed. I've I've been on both sides of the I've I've watched shows from the very beginning like like lost in game of thrones like i was literally there for episode one of each of those like watching it live um and then there's like shows like homeland where i where i bailed after like season four or so where i was just like come on this is getting ridiculous i was like i don't i don't have time for this anymore um and i I and and, we never did go back and finish homeland yeah see yeah and and i've also had even shows on uh not too many, but maybe one or two shows, even like on non-streaming where I got into it and then it was never renewed. I feel like the one I remember really well is there was a show on FX uh, probably five or six years ago called Lights Out. It was about a it was about a boxer um, played by. Do you guys um, have you guys watched Mindhunter? No uh, chance. I've seen the first season. OK, so the the. Uh, can't remember his name. Not Jonathan Groff, the other guy. <laughs> his his Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the main guy in in Lights Out. Um Holt Holt McCallany. He's, you know, he's in uh a lot of things. He's in Fight Club and a few other things. Um, but anyway, um yeah, he plays basically a boxer who uh is like he's like a former champion and he like comes out of retirement for like a big, you know, fight against like the current champion. It, that's going to be like this big payday and it's basically about like his family life and also the fact that he realizes that he's like getting like pugilistic dementia um hmm. at the same time and so he's like kind of trying to hide that from everybody basically and it was a pretty cool show it had a lot of cool uh people in it um and then it wasn't renewed so i watched the i watched the first season and then it didn't get renewed and it's like well that sucked <laughs> we should uh we should have a discussion at some point about our favorite shows i got kicked out from under us like, and got like what, a shit were left unresolved. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know what you're going to talk about. It can't be anything else besides Firefly, can it? No, nah, see, that's the obvious answer. So I'm going to stay, I would stay away from it. It's like, you know, fair enough. Like <laughs> kind of like every, everybody gets Firefly. Like, yes, we understand. Right. That's like the prototypical example of this happening. Right. Right. Um, Firefly or Freaks so, yeah, and Geeks, probably, I would say are, are, are probably the two prototypical examples. Yeah, I didn't watch Freaks and Geeks when it was on, so I came to it much. I watched it much after, so like I knew right. what I was in for, so it was fine. Right. Oh, and uh, I forgot about my my so called life. If we're going like a long time ago, my so called life was like one of those big ones that I remember being like, I can't believe there's only one season of that. Right? I thought that's. I thought that show. Like, if you had put a gun to my head, I would have been like, Yeah, there's like 60 episodes of that show. Like, it's it's like a round. Right. Right. For 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 how influential it was and how much everyone talks about it, it's kind of amazing that it was just just one yeah, season. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe yeah. I'll give this one a try. Maybe I won't. Right. We'll see. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. I think there's there's like I said, it's it's 
it's not a perfect show. I realize I'm like qualifying it a lot, but I, but, but I liked it a fair amount. I think there's definitely elements of it that both you guys would like. And, and like I said, I, th- I think it's quite well shot and well acted overall. Um, but you know, it's not, it, it feels like a network show in, in a lot of ways, like both in content and also like, there's a little bit of unevenness that like network shows have where you're kind of like, why is this character here? You know, why are they spending so much time on this person? Or like, you know, like that kind of thing that, that like, that like, a, you mm-hmm. know, like an NBC or like ABC show will have sometimes. And it feels a little bit like that too, but I don't mind that, you know, we grew up on those shows. And so I feel like I have a high tolerance for that kind of thing. I do, I do like shows that kind of have a, an arc out there and it's like, okay, like I can feel like this is going to be like, it sounds like it's going to be like a three season show, right? Like there's going to be the season to get there, the season probably on Mars and then a season to get back. Right. Um, that seems like a reasonable like guess. That, yeah. Yeah. I, I like shows that have played out arcs. I like shows that aren't like, yeah, we're just going to kind of do whatever and keep it going until we get canceled kind of a thing. Yes. Um, and, and I would definitely say like this show doesn't seem like that because it's a very, you know, it's a very concrete, like, it's about this mission to Mars. Like, it's not like they're going to, like, you know, do a second mission or end up, like, living on Mars or, like, aliens are going to, you know, like, like no weird thing is going to happen probably in the show like that. <laughs> it would be great if it did, though. <laughs> aliens come down. It becomes, like, this, like, intergalactic war show. <laughs> that would be a turn. Hey, I mean, uh, they, the, they, they did it on Felicity, didn't they? I I missed the intergalactic war season of Felicity. No, but the, they did time <laughs> travel in the last in the, oh, that's in the true. last season. Was just <laughs> that's like, true. They did. I forgot about that. Oh my goodness! Just like wait a minute, what show? What show am I wait, watching? Did they, did they really do time travel? Yes, no joke. Like it's it's like a college drama. Like you yeah. know, growing up. I remember the show. Straight like, forward show, and then the last season. Like JJ Abrams is just like fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever I feel like, and like right. I was, I was gonna say like to be fair, Felicity was the first show that was done by JJ Abrams, so it it felt I out of like, left field I, at I the time, that, but in retrospect, maybe not so much. I uh, like equate that show to Dawson's Creek. I didn't realize there was t- fucking time travel in it. Yeah, I we, I ended up watching it about ten years ago because I just heard that the last season gets totally bonkers. Uh, Wait, it's actually a, does she does she cut her hair when she time travels? No, they, they she cuts her hair before that. To do with each other, but um, yeah, yeah. But it's actually a good show. I actually liked watching it, and then and then true to form, the last season is totally bonkers, and I was into it. I'll have to check it out. Is that is that where we're ending? <laughs> yes. 